0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the December 2nd version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, head soccer coach at De La Salle for the boys and the girls in New Orleans, and also the director of coaching of Soccer Innovations of America. We always start off our show with a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us have this exciting time of year, uh, letting us have a chance to compete on the field, playing the game we love, Pray that this uh, show tonight can help in that process and help get the kids and the coaches the uh, attention that they truly deserve and hopefully get our sport um, to the forefront of thought in Louisiana. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, everybody. I know that it is December 3rd, not December 2nd. Uh, Y'all, look, I am the, uh, I'm the, Special teams coach for our football team. Our football team qualified for the state finals. We're we'll playing St. Thomas More Friday night. Uh, it would be kind of nice homecoming. I'm from New Iberia. A lot of my family are going to be there, and um, uh, and so therefore, I've been really, really, really busy because I, I still have, I still, as you can hear with that little tone, I still have. To run a junior high soccer program, a girls' soccer program, a boys' soccer program, and really, what's important to me too is 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 that I'm also a teacher, and most importantly, is I'm a husband and a father. So, you know, uh, yesterday something had to give, and it was the show. Okay, and uh, uh, so I apologize for that. If you're looking for it, we're going to go over the score, the 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 top ten scores really for the boys and the girls. But I want to take this first opportunity to talk to you uh, to rant a little bit about the mercy rule. Okay, if you're if you're uh, an old timer, somebody who's listened to this show now for eight years, you know how I feel about uh, when a game gets so out of hand that a team starts, you know, having to pass the ball around or or, um, or just run up the score on another team. You know, um, I think that. We really need to get as many teams and as many people who are not year-round soccer people to get turned on to the sport, okay? And this high school soccer is a great opportunity for this. i got about four or five, more than that, actually, football players who've never played before. They're going to give it a shot. And definitely in my girls' team, 50% of my girls are are, are not real soccer players, and they just like the game, but they haven't grown to love it. And so – I've never been Mercy Road before until this year. (laughs) Uh, I have basically on both of my teams, for the girls is a different reason, for the guys it's football, but basically I I kept the games I had scheduled during the last two weeks uh, as a a chance for the kids to grow and see what good soccer is. I, I, I believe in scheduling very good teams and when you see where the bar is, you can aim for it better. But sometimes that means getting hit in the face with it, and um, uh, I appreciate all the coaches out there who kind of stopped after a three-goal lead, you know. Um, but to get—I've mer- never been mercy ruled before, and it, it y'all, you know, it, it hurt. And I noticed something while it was going on. Okay, uh, uh, that is not unique to the team that mercy ruled me, and I and I started I uh, started paying more attention. And is happening on the boys and the girls. Okay, uh, some of you might think this is a good thing. Okay, so you're beating a team that's really not good. Uh, they need to maybe stop playing soccer, which I think is a bad attitude. But okay, you got the right to that opinion. Uh, and your team needs needs to to work hard. Needs a good game. And so when you get to 5 nothing, it's kind of boring, right? Okay, well, let's make the rule that you got to get to 8 nothing and mercy rule the, the, a team as fast as possible and see if you can mercy rule it faster than you did the last time you mercy ruled the team. So, look, I was in this game, and people were putting starters in at 7 nothing to get the game, quote-unquote, finished. And I understand the uh, argument that you want to get to 8 nothing as fast as you can so you can prevent injury, but... It's like, if you're that good, don't you have a bench to develop? Don't you have other things you could be working on? And do you really need to rub it in the face of teams? Like, I'm really worried about St. Augustine again. They just restarted their program. And if people ate nothing them twice a week, I mean, they might shut it down the way they shut it down the first time. And uh, I think there are ways that you can work on things like I make mean, my team really had a five goal lead. I don't let the other team even know uh, it's, it's not obvious. Like passing the ball around is almost demeaning. Um, uh, just playing one half of the field is kind of demeaning. What I do is I'll just keep playing the game full throttle. All right. And uh, and then what, what happens is when you get to the attacking third and you get to the point of shooting, just do what the kids normally do. Shh, don't, Shoot the ball in the goal. Just shoot it wide or high, and uh, it gives the other team a little bit more confidence, a lot more experience playing against a good soccer team, and in a way that doesn't humiliate them. And uh, uh, that's my appeal to all of you. Okay, this this rush to get to eight nothing. How does it benefit you in the playoffs? Um, and and now we've got this situation where if the team that we're competing with in district or in state has ate nothing the team that we have mutually played then of course we got to eight nothing the team to show our players that we're just as good as they are and uh, I just think it's an unhealthy thing obviously a lot of you disagree with me and of course we have the right to disagree and I'd like to hear your point of view uh, about it um and uh, you're always welcome to get in touch with us at Monday Night Football at uh, Twitter, MNFUTBOL. That also works for our Facebook page. And I'd like to hear your counter argument, okay? Um, just get ready. I, you're going to have to have a great argument uh, in order to make me believe that you need to win a game eight to nothing. All right. So that's it for this segment. Sorry for all the ranting, uh, but th- this new twist has really uh, got under my skin. Um, the person who did that to us, too, I'm sure he wasn't trying to be unsportsmanlike. It was just that um, that's the way it's done now, you know, and um, uh, I'll never forget. Greg Davis was the head coach of Tulane football, and uh, he went to uh, Bobby Bowden, who's the head coach of Florida State. And he said, could you kind of take your foot off the gas uh, um, after you get a comfortable enough lead? And he said, Sonny, that w- uh, that's uh, Bowden. He said, "Sonny, that's your job to stop me from scoring, not me. I'm going to score as many points as I can," and uh, and they proceeded to do so. I think they put up over 75. So, I mean, I don't know, guys. Uh, I think that's a bit much, and I don't know. I think sportsmanship is 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 vital, and and I'm going to tell you this too. Another thing that I've I've seen a lot of in this early season is a lot of gamesmanship again. A lot of people who practice diving practice, and they think that uh, they're helping the game by by um, showing kids how to survive against the Italians because it's a lot of those guys dive. We should dive too. But what you don't realize you're doing is all the kind of people who are half in the water and half out the water that love football more than soccer, uh, they see that. And it's like, why do they want to be a part of that, you know? So there's a double-edged sword, everybody. I would just say play good soccer. Play with good sportsman-like attitude. Uh, your enemy is not the opponent. Your enemy is failure. Uh, get yourself together and keep that as your focus, and then both teams can walk off the field shaking hands. And uh, I didn't even tell the other team good game. I said, uh, you know, I said good practice, and then I said uh Something like, you know, that was that was, that was was a good workout, you know. But it wasn't a good game. It wasn't a game at all. Anyhow, uh, if I offend any of you again, I apologize. Uh, that's just me and, and my opinion. That's why we have this show. i like to hear your opinions too. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the girls, ladies first, uh, and the top teams in all four divisions and how they fared in the last week on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. All right, so let's roll up our sleeves and let's get to work. In Division One for the girls, we're covering girls this segment only. All right, Mandeville is shown that uh, their power ranking is is definitely valid. They beat West Monroe, Airline, and Southside. One of the newcomers that's really really strong, and I, I think that's a message to everybody that they're for real. Um, Fountain Blue didn't play anybody. Dominican. Also showed that uh, you know they're trying to uh, say that they're young and inexperienced, but man, look, they they beat um, they beat Santa Mont and Edie White. So y'all, look, they're for real. If you're playing them, you better get ready. Northside uh, North Shore, excuse me, Tide Mount Carmel Academy. I think that result speaks for itself, you know. And so, uh, in, the, in y'all look in the in the top four, you have in power rankings three North Shore schools and not one of them is named St. Scholastica because their season is really yet to, to fully crank up, you know? So uh, St. Scholastica, by the way, power rankings-wise, as of last night, is 24th because they're 1-2-0. So that, that's kind of a surprise. I wouldn't expect that to stay the norm, though. Anyhow, St. uh, like we said, lost to Dominican, but then they also lost to Loyola Prep, too. And then they bounced back and they beat Como and Pineville. Live Oak didn't play anybody. HL Bourgeois lost to Bell Chase. I'm really proud of our Bell Chase girls. I say our because half their team played for us at Soccer Innovations. And, and I'm, I'm just glad to see that uh, they're getting some success. Yo, Sulphur is a is a team that that uh has made some noise in the last week. They beat Hanville, Airline, Alexandria, uh, but then reality started to hit. They lost to Captain Shreve and then Loyola Prep. Uh C.E. uh tied Southside. Captain Shreve tied Barb in St. Louis. And then Beach Sulphur in Alexandria. Grace King didn't play. We already mentioned Mount Carmel tying North Shore. Parkway and St. Joe's didn't play. Lafayette tied St. Thomas More, which is a huge thing to me because St. Thomas More looks like they're the real deal for all four divisions this year. Central Lafouche beat Terrebonne. And then the rest, you have to dig around. You've got hundreds of games. In Division Two, uh, the top of the tables and power ranking-wise, not coaches' rankings, is Washington Christian. Uh, excuse me, Washington Parish, not Washington Christian. They didn't play any games. St. Thomas More is second, and of course, I just told you they tied Lafayette. For many, Catholic beats St. Uh, Scholastica two to nothing. Okay, so uh, read into that what you will. But Vanderbilt's been hungry for a state title. And uh, they're showing right there that they're ready to rock and roll with it. Ben Franklin beat North Lake Christian and shut them out. We played them this week and uh, they, they did us a pretty good, they were pretty good, y'all, North Lake Christian. And for Ben Franklin to go and just shut them out tells you that Ben Franklin is back in town, okay? Uh, East Jefferson didn't play any games. Franklin didn't play any games. Edna Carr lost to Lusher, no shame in that, okay? They were 2 0 going into that game. Minda didn't play. Belchase, Todd Lusher, and then lost to H.O. Bourgeois. So, mixed bag there. Lee Magnet and Caddo Magnet did not play. They're 10th and 11th. Turling's Catholic beat Catholic High New Iberia. Uh, Franklin Parrish didn't play. Tioga lost to Leesville and South Beauregard. So, they're probably moving from the 13 spot on the next power ranking. Uh, and really the rest of the teams that are in the in the top 50, top 20, they did not play. Okay, in Division Three, David Thibodeau is the, uh, is ranked number one. They only have one game, though. We played them in preseason. They have a lot of girls on their team. Right now, in, in the playoffs for today, they would be the number one seed. Uh, anyhow, they didn't play any games this week. Loyola Prep is the two seed, and they basically showed that they're really a one seed. They beat St. and Pineville. North DeSoto was third. They beat Rustin and Airline. St. Louis tied Alexandria and Captain Streve. Uh, um, no, they beat Captain Streve, excuse me. Lusher beat Carr. Um, Brulee uh, wound up beating Karen Crow. Cabrini and Sterlington had no games. Ursuline Academy beat AOL. Parkview Baptist beat Beauchamp. St. Michael the Archangel had, if this is correct, uh, no games. I guess no games, uh, Buckeye wound up losing to DeRitter, Episcopal, South Beauregard, uh, and then beat Grant. University Lab lost to Mount Carmel. Uh, North Vermilion beat South Beauregard, Menard, but then lost to Episcopal and DeRitter. And Lavoni didn't play any games. All right, in Division 4, Episcopal School, Christ Episcopal School uh, is on top of the charts, but they didn't play this week. Isidore Newman is second. They didn't play. Grace Christian beat Grant, Opelousas Catholic, and Delta Charter, uh, and then lost to St. Michael's. Runnels uh, beat Opelousas. ESA didn't play. Covenant Christian beat My Girls at De La Salle. Louise McGee uh, beat Haynes and Einstein Charter. Northlake Christian beat De La Salle, My Girls, and then lost to Ben Franklin. Thomas Jefferson beat Fisher. Holy Savior Menard lost to Episcopal and North Vermilion, but then beat South Beauregard and DeRitter. Pope John Paul II beat Country Day. Washington Christian tied Ruston. Episcopal beat DeRitter, Buckeye, and Menard. Westminster Christian, oh, excuse me, Episcopal lost to, uh, to, I think it's Newman. Anyhow, Westminster uh, beat Westgate, um, and... That'll do it. Oh no, Episcopal beat North Vermilion and Denham Springs. I, I missed that. So, look, I think Episcopal is going to wind up jumping up in the rankings. It looks like looks like that to me. And uh, it looks like Division Four is is in the top half. Uh, they're very 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 uh, evenly matched. Okay. So that's it for this week with the girls. We will take a break and cover the boys top ten. When we get back from uh, our commercial on Monday Night Football, we'll see you after the break. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Now let's look at the boys. In Division one, uh, last week's top ten with this. Uh, St. Paul's uh, wound up beating St. Mont 2-0 and Lakeshore 8-0. That's a strong statement. Jesuit beat East St. John. Interesting they're playing them. They beat Edie White 2-1, which kind of scares me because they're in my district. Then they tied Vanderbilt 0-0 and tied Brother Martin 0-0. I think that was in the Sacred Heart Cup. So smaller games there. I don't like 30-minute half games equaling a 40-minute half game. That's just me personally. Dutchtown uh, was third, didn't play this week. Um, St. Amont wound up beating Airline, Como, Pineville, and, of course, losing to St. Paul's. Lafayette didn't play. Bat- I mean, Catholic of Baton Rouge beat Alexandria. St. Louis 2-1 to one, and Benton 2-0. to zero. That tells me St. Louis is loaded. Brother Martin beat Edie White 4 to nothing. Then uh, tied Jesuit and then tied Vanderbilt. Acadiana is eight with Bird. Uh, they didn't play. Captain Shreve is tenth. They beat Benton, lost to Alexandria, and then tied St. Louis, and then North Shore beat Rumble six to one. Wow. Okay, other games of note: Southside beat Thibodeau six to nothing. Pineville beat Buckeye and Como, lost to Saint Amant, and then tied Airline. East Ascension beat St. Thomas Aquinas and tied Hammond. Alexandria beat Bolton, Captain Shreve, then lost to Catholic Baton Rouge and Beauchamp, but then tied St. Louis. So uh, their team is gonna be fun to watch. Um and Central Lafouche beat Woodlawn. Okay. So that's Division One, uh, the top 10 teams from last week. Okay, for, for this, uh for Division Two last week. Holy Cross sits on top of the tables. They beat South Terrible on 4-0. We play them next week Uh, at Dulles-Isle. St. Thomas Moore tied New Iberia Senior High, which is a strong statement for my alma mater, New Iberia Senior High. Uh, Bo Shen beat Opelousas, Benton, Alexandria, and tied St. Louis. East Jefferson, Ben Franklin didn't play. Lakeshore is number six, and you heard that they lost to St. Paul's. Bonham, Ocado Magnet, Neville didn't uh, play and Terrebonne lost to E.D. White, but only won nothing. Uh, Live Oak, a team we played Thursday, uh, lost to St. Michael's, four to nothing. Y'all here, St. Michael's is for real this year. Here's some proof. Um, Benton uh, lost to Boshin, Captain Streeman, Catholic of Baton Rouge. Uh, and so, really, t- it was a rough week for Division Two. Division three, all right, number one, University Lab didn't play, St. Louis Catholic. I kind of read you all those scores, let's read them all together. So in one week, they lost to Baton Rouge, tied Captain Shreve, tied Boshin, and tied Alexandria. Loyola Prep didn't play. Lusher has proven that they're a force. They beat uh, Noma, two to nothing. Vanderbilt Catholic again, beat Edie White, and then tied Jesuit and Brother Martin. Uh, Edie White beat Terrebonne, and then lost to Brother Martin, Jesuit, and Vanderbilt. So I don't know. They're the sixth-ranked team. They, they might not be, okay? Uh, we have to take a good look at that. Parkview Baptist didn't play. St. Michael's, again, look, y'all, they posted. They're 9-0-1, and it's only, you know, December 3rd. They beat Live Oak, Glamora, Leesville, Grant, is Catholic. So watch out. Uh, they're moving up, and they're going to move way up. Turlings and Sterlington didn't play. Other D2 games of note, DeRitter tied Um Leesville beat Bolton before losing to St. Michael's, and then they tied Rapids. Buckeye beat Delta Charter uh, and Tioga, but then lost to Pineville and Rapids, and then they tied Appaloosius uh, Catholic, okay? In Division Four, not much playing there. Newman's on top of the, 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 the poles, but they lost to Episcopal. So Episcopal is ranked third, and so they're probably going to leapfrog over them. North Lake Christian beat De La Salle. Uh, Pope. Salle. Uh, let's see, Pope and John Paul and Catholic Norbury didn't play. St. Thomas Aquinas beat East Asc- lost to East Ascension. Then really, nobody else played in Division Four. It was uh, ESA, Holy Savior Menard, Mattery, Country Day, and Dunham. Other games of note, Glamour beat Bolton. Lost to St. Michael and Rapids, and then tied Tioga. Rapids beat Grant, Glamour, and Buckeye, and then tied Leesville. So, um, some in some cases, we have a lot, a lot of games. In some cases, not, not so much. Okay, so our new top ten is as follows St. Paul's is now number one in Division I. Dutchtown is two. Jesuit is three. Saint Amon is four. Catholic of Baton Rouge is five. Lafayette is six. Your brother Martin is seven. Acadiana is eight. C. E. Bird is ninth, and Captain Shreve is tenth. And Saint Paul's just beat East Ascension seven to nothing. Bird beat Southwood eight to nothing, and Captain Shreve beat Airline two to one. Okay. Um, now, in Division Two, your top ten is Holy Cross, then Bow Saint Thomas More. Uh, all three of those got first place votes. East Jefferson is fourth. Ben Franklin is fifth, and they beat Haynes this week, four to nothing. Bonnebo is sixth. Lakeshore is seventh. Terrebonne is eighth. Cattle Magnon is ninth, and Neville is tenth. In Division Three, University is number one, and they beat Dunham this week, six to one. Vanderbilt Catholic is number two. St. Louis Catholic is number three, despite not having a victory. Loyola Prep is four. Lusher Charter is five, and they beat St. Charles seven to two. Then you have St. Michael's. I thought they'd they would go higher. They got one first place vote, however. Uh, then seventh place is a tie between Edie White and Parkview Baptist. Nine is Turlings, uh, and ten is Sterlington. Uh, Bozier uh, um, wound up beating Rapids, though they're just right o- outside of number ten. The beat Rapids four to one, and North Vermilion beat Lafayette Christian five to nothing. So we might see those guys in the in the uh, uh, poll next week. And in Division 4, number one is Episcopal. Okay, I thought that was going to happen. North Lake Christian is number two. Newman is number three. First place folks went to the Episcopal and North Lake Christian. Uh, Pope John Paul II is four, and I think that's legitimate. Catholic New Iberia, five. St. Thomas Aquinas, six. ESA, seventh. Holy Savior Menard, eighth. Country Day is ninth, and they beat Runnels this week, eight nothing. Dunham is 10th, but they lost to University six to one. Uh, other teams of note, um, Ascension Christian beat Central Private, Glenmore beat Grant, and Ascension Episcopal uh, wound up beating uh, Abbeville. Okay, so that's how we have it. Uh, I'm reading this to you now on the 3rd of December. We got a lot more games to cover this week, and, uh, and we have an exciting tournament um, uh, going, well, actually, a few tournaments going on. We'll try to get you the results of. And uh, just a lot of soccer to go. I thank all of y'all you for your time and your support of the show. And uh, keep coming with your your ideas. And remember, you can advertise on this show. Just get in touch with me at MNFUTBOL on Twitter or on Facebook. God bless you and your family, and uh, i see you on the fields. Bye-bye.